Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I want to read. Uh, I want to read something real quick. want to read uh, Isaiah 12 as we get started. This is a hymn of praise. Isn't it just so amazing to be able to praise the Lord when we're going through life, when we're going through trials and circumstances and hard things? Isn't it just so amazing that we have a refuge that is sure, a strong tower that is sure he will never let us down so amazing. The Lord is so faithful. I just want to read Isaiah 12. A hymn of praise. And in that day you will say, Oh Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah The Lord is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day, you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in our midst. We just thank you, you're great. You're the Holy One of Israel, and you're in our midst in every moment. In every moment of every day, you're in our midst. We just praise you this morning. We lift up high praise to your name because you're holy and you're worthy and you're good. No matter what's going on, you are the same. There is no shadow of turning in you. So, Father, it is our privilege and our honor to worship you and your son, Jesus, this morning. We pray that you would draw near to us. We pray that you would be in the glorified in the midst of all of our worship and that this would all be about you father you jesus we just lift you up I know there 
peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Let's sing that again. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus your name is power your name is healing your name is life break every stronghold shine through the shadows burn like a the holy name of Jesus. Oh. Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name of Jesus. Again, again. Shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name of Jesus. One more time. Shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name of Jesus. Oh, your name is power, your name is healing, your name. 
Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Just continue to cry out to him. Continue to welcome his presence. Convin continue to invite him. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. I just invite you to stand up and just interact right now. Just stand up if you're sitting down, if you're able to, and just interact and say, come, come, Lord Jesus. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence, the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the grave. Yes, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. And we know the excellence of you, the excellence, the amazingness, the awesomeness of you, our Lord and Savior, King supreme and yet the one who loved us so much that you died for us thank you lord jesus come holy spirit fill us up come lord jesus touch our hearts today and we would not be the same and we would not be the same that all the things that the world counts as great and the status finances cars whatever friendships are wonderful, but Lord, everything pales in comparison to the knowledge of the excellence of knowing you in our hearts, to having that relationship. All the stuff of the world is worthless without you, Jesus. Lord, you use that stuff for your kingdom, for your glory, but Lord, it's, it's rubbish compared to knowing you. It's nothing. Help us to remember that, Lord. Lord, that we would press on not that we've already attained or already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. Lord, we don't let the, the past and the struggles of the past hold us back, but we allow you to be perfected in us, Holy Spirit, to move in us. You've forgiven us, Lord. You've redeemed us. You've set us free, and you, 
you make things new, Lord, that we don't get stuck, but, Lord, we continue to move with you, to move into your presence, to move into everything you have for us. As we're in this new year, and this year has been, has been spoken about the open door, that we step in and press in to your presence. You, Jesus, filling us up. You, Jesus, who died on the cross, paid the price for our sin, and rose back to life again, that we celebrate each and every day. And we celebrate it in this time of communion as well. That we're just joining in. And as we take communion today, I just want it with that heart that we recognize that this connection with Jesus, this that we do in remembrance of him and what he did for us is everything. It's everything. He is everything. He defines everything. He, he fills us up. He leads us in everything. He's the one who guides us. He freed us. If you know Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, I'd love to talk to you today and, and share more about the excellence of knowing him, the amazingness of his love and forgiveness. But for those who know him, we just want to partake together and, and just take of this communion and remember as a place of faith and connection with him that we are pressing on towards the prize of the high calling that the Lord has for us. There's a calling that he has for each of our lives. Lord, let us be submitted to you. Let us be submitted as we take this. We're submitting fresh and new to your plans and call for our life, for our family, Lord. Just thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, I just bless this bread as the body of the Lord Jesus that was broken on my behalf, on our behalf. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We take this in remembrance of you and what you did. Jesus, thank you. and as a powerful connection and remembrance of our covenant relationship, our binding relationship with you as sons and daughters in the family. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just bless this. This juice is the cup, uh, it's the blood of Jesus that purifies us, heals us, delivers us, brings life. As we partake of this, just drink of this as life to your body, life to your mind, to your heart. If there's any sadness, heaviness, if there's been any sickness or disease, if you're watching online and there's been any sadness, heaviness, sickness, or disease, take communion with us and just step into that life. Thank you, Lord, for releasing healing life right now into every aspect of our lives. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So good so good. We just invite you to come daily. We invite you to come hourly, to come minute, every minute. Just touch our hearts. Let us not forget how amazing you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, it's good to see everyone here. And good to see new faces and young faces that I've known for a long time. And everyone else, um, as many of you know, our family just got back on Friday from a mission trip in Brazil, and uh, just as a family there ministering and, and also uh, getting to spend some time 
uh, with my aunt a little bit there. Uh, we were able to minister uh, first over in Parana, which is uh, over through um, Canaan Land Ministries and CLM, uh, and um, with my aunt, who's been a missionary for over 42 years. And so just, uh, this is just a, one of the pictures of a reunion gathering, and it was, it was amazing as we were together, just so many opportunities just to pray for people, speak life, and God moving. We're not going to share a lot about that part of the trip, just uh, feel free to ask questions later, but this is one of the groups, and then here at the, at the children's home at um, CLM, uh, just each uh, one of the kids being able to share and minister and share testimonies of what they've seen God do, of hearing His voice and God leading that to salvation or healing, uh, you can just move on. Uh, but it was just an incredible time there, uh, just ministering. And also incredible for me as I was there 32 years ago for my first time and then seeing my kids stepping in uh, just the same as where, you know, I was 32 years ago, you know, loving on kids and just playing and connecting. So that was incredible. And then moving on, just getting to minister to people there. Uh, it was just, it was a great time, a connection to uh, see what the Holy Spirit was doing there. So, and then we ended up arriving in Sao Paulo, where you guys, many of you have seen pictures and uh, know, and it just right after we arrived, we all went to this right around the corner. It was way past dinner time, and so bless the Lord, they took us to this lovely Saravaya's Hamburgeria and Pastelaria. Uh, so we had some dinner, but there you'll see Pastor Gerseo, our Love our longtime partner and friend with Casa de Jesus and Iris Global, and a lot of our friends that you'll recognize uh, from the left here, Mario, and his uh, wife, Glacey's all the way over on the right next to Hyla, and there's Hyla and Amanda on either side there, and then popping back over, Ericky next to Isaac, and down in front, John Yell, who immediately had my kids rolling in laughter, You, as you can imagine. Um, and then Inez right there next to Rachel and uh, there, uh, just our frontline director, uh, frontline Brazil director and uh, translator friend as well, and just loved one. And then Davi right between Rachel and Pastor Sale. So uh, Telma's son uh, that lives right next door. So we were greeted right off the bat with all this wonderful family and just kind of kicked off a, a week uh, there in Sao Paulo. And I believe we'll go to the next picture and I'm going to let... This is. <laughs> so um, our kids want to share some of the things that we did. Here we are in uh, City of God. And uh, Elijah, you're going to share something about that? In, <coughs> in City of God, we went door to door and shared about Jesus. And it was really cool. <laughs> so we have some pictures from that. Um, we split up into two groups, and uh, my group was able to pray with a woman for uh, salvation. This is Troy's group, um, uh, ministry encouraging. So uh, prayed with somebody to give her life 100% to Jesus, right? So that was awesome. All right. So um, we got to sort some fruit and vegetables um, to give to people at the next church service that was donated from the markets. So we got to bless people by putting it into bags and just helping with sorting fruit and giving it to them. (laughs) 
so we City of God, which there's two communities that we work in. We were staying in Heliopolis, where our mission teams stay. Every time we're there at Casa de Jesus, staying in the upper couple floors. And uh, so we ministered there at Casa de Jesus and then also in City of God. This is actually at the Iris Global uh, Casa de Jesus frontline area there in City of God. Uh, with uh, that painting in the background is something that Mike McRae painted. Uh, Really amazing, uh, just uh, picture there at the, that's at the front of the church area of City of God there. And so this is just a brief time of worship we had on Monday evening. Isaac was able to join in on the, on the whatever you call the cajon or whatever that thing is. Someone knows. Anyways, the little drum thing. But we're just going to play just a minute. It was just really anointed, and I just wanted to bless you guys with that. <laughs> there we got to um, uh, preach and minister at three different church services Sunday morning at uh, Casa de Jesus in Heliopolis, uh, Monday night at City of God, and Wednesday night at um, in Heliopolis. So Isaac was going to share some about that. So on Monday night, we, mom was sharing about the parable of the shepherd, the sheep, and the thief. I don't know what it's actually called. John, yeah, in, chap in John chapter 10. And we got the chance to act it out. So I, yep. I got to be Jesus. Elijah got to be the cute sheep. Levi, Levi got to be a door, which he loved. And Seth got to be the thief. So it was just really fun to act that out. Yeah. And then after that, Dad led a time of praying for people, and we got to see a couple of words for people, and I don't know if anyone actually like gave their life to Jesus or rededicated, but you could tell that people were really touched by what we were doing. So then this is, this picture is from Wednesday night, where we got to be a part of the church service again with Dad because he had us act out blind Bartimaeus. I got to be Jesus again. <laughs> yep, Elijah was blind Bartimaeus, and Levi and Seth got to be two disciples. And Dad preached about blind Bartimaeus and wove it in with... I completely forget what he wove it in with, but it was really good. 
And then Levi wanted to share about something that happened real quick at the, the very last day before we left. We went through Heliopolis to walk through it because we hadn't actually gone there yet. We had just been in the like church and walking to the street and back. And so we walked through and we brought a soccer ball because we knew there was a soccer field there. So we just wanted to play for a couple minutes. And then when we were there, probably 15 Brazilian kids came and started playing with us. So we got to share the gospel with them, and some of them received Jesus. And then Amanda and I um, were not playing soccer, and so we got to share uh, Jesus with some kids that were there. And, and uh, the little uh, girl in the green shirt, eight years old, prayed with us um, to give her life to Jesus. And so it was a great time. So just want to give a brief highlight, for a few highlights from the trip and our send-off crew at the airport there. Uh, it was just amazing with uh, just our friends and family there in Sao Paulo. And, and again, many people got to pray for, connect with. We were able to see Pastor Manny and his family briefly. Uh, and just, again, it was just an incredible uh, time of connection. And so thank you guys for all your prayers. Uh, we just had an incredible, I mean, safety. We drove all over the place, even coming home. We got stuck in Chicago and drove from Chicago on Friday just because of the winter storms and stuff. So just God's protection and favor and no sickness, no disease. God just covered us. So thank you for your prayers. I know that was one of the things that everyone was praying for us. So uh, again, we're happy to be back. We are, if anyone has questions, feel free to ask any of us. There's a lot more that took place. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. So there was a first lesson on a cello from Amanda that took place. So, uh, Haley, I don't know if you're being commissioned or, you know, to, to uh, train, help continue to train her. Uh, so there was a, a first lesson on a cello. I, I did not get a first lesson on anything. Um, other, yeah, they did Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, but uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. It was so good connecting uh, a number of our, you know, our Mozambique friends, you know, Johnyel, Hyla, Amanda, and, and uh, Ericky, they were, we were with them a lot throughout, ministered along with them. Uh, they spent the night, different nights, and had breakfasts with us, and it was just a great time of fellowship and praying for each other and, and just blessing. Uh, just, it was honoring to the Lord. It was so good. So, yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. Um, so, she is in a place called Entre Hios which uh, she spent almost 40 years, she spent 40 years ministering as a missionary on the main campus of, um, it's called uh, Canaan Land Ministries. And so she continues, she has a house off campus now where she continues to uh, reach out and prayer and people come and there's reunions for fellowship and growth for her five or 600 kids that she's taken care of over the last 40 years. So uh, she's continued to do that. She's faithful with that. She adopted five kids when she moved out of the house and, and a grandson with that. And so her and her grandson are living together. And then there's five or 600 kids spread out throughout Brazil. And actually the USA, we actually had one of the ones that's uh, married to an American that lives in the USA that was there with their son. And we've met them here before. And so it was just so many different opportunities there to minister and just love on people and pray for people. It's a plane ride and a car drive, honey, away. <laughs> Bless the Lord. 
Guadapuava. Guadapuava. That is, it's not Guadana. We did have some Guadana. Seth, Seth, did we like Guadana? Yeah, I drank like six gallons of it. I don't know if it was six gallons, but uh, he and I were the Guadana lovers. Uh, and uh, Rachel also had some Guadana. But, uh, oh, that was one of the So that was my, my aunt's the one who's lived in this other area outside of Sao Paulo, about a 12-hour bus ride you know, five, six-hour car ride on top of a plane ride. Um, and so, again, great fellowship with her, with a lot of these kids that I've known, honestly, those kids, I, I met them when I was there first as a 15-year-old. And so it was this crazy thing of new memories with, like, old memories. Like I said, seeing my kids swimming in the swimming area that's changed and gotten a lot bigger uh, in the last 32 years and, and the same house and area and playing on the same soccer field and, and things with the kids. So it was incredible for me on a lot of different levels, but uh, also amazing to see people. Most of the time when we're in Brazil, I'm able to go there for two or three days and usually minister at the church and the, the children's home and stuff. And so I've continued to have a lot of relationships. So um, the Lord definitely used our family there and, uh, and used the kids. I mean, a lot of things they said, but also just the way they loved on people. And I mean, Isaac, just those, I don't know, he just walks anywhere and little kids just find him. And I look, look off into a side room at the children's home, and he's got like five or six kids that are all like this age. I'm like, how does he, you know, they don't even speak the language. Uh, and they just, they just know uh, that he loves young kids. So, uh, so, yeah, they all had a great time. So especially in Heliopolis and City of God when we were in Sao Paulo, um, Troy was able to say, you know, every year I come and I bring pictures of my family, and, you know, this year I brought the family. And uh, they loved it. I mean, they loved meeting us, and we loved meeting them, and it was amazing. Yes. Yes. I well, we have released pressing on towards that which goes forward. So yeah, you know the anointed one is going to pray, I think. So I'm going to just pass it off. My wife, I'm telling you what, she was on fire. I was just like, I'm just going to sit down and you just do your thing. Just so fun to see her just in uh, in the spirit releasing things. So I think I'll let her kick it off. Well, um, I just felt like the Lord gave me a, a word on uh, Sunday, was that last Sunday, uh, about the God of the impossible and talked about um, uh, Gideon and also Mary um, in Luke chapter 1, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was all the Lord, so I'll just release that over us. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that as we're headed uh, together into 2024, Lord, I thank you that you are the God of the harvest, Father, that there are so many people, Lord in this world, and you love each and every one of them, Father, and you have a plan for each and every one, Lord, and it's your plan, not our plan, Father. So I thank you, Lord, that we are able to flow with you in that, Lord. You're able to put us exactly where you want us, Lord, to be able to reach the ones, even those ones on the soccer field, Father. I told uh, that girl, Lord, that you sent us just for her because you love her and care for her, Lord. It's the same for all of us, Lord, in every place that we are, Lord. You are setting us, you're sending us, Father, and you're, uh, you're, inviting us to walk in your plan, Father. So, Lord, I just thank you for that. I thank you that as we go this year, Father, that, that you are the God of the impossible, Lord, that there is nothing, Father, that stands in your way that cannot uh, come down by the power of your spirit, Father. I thank you, O oh God, uh, that you are the one, Lord, that we are following. L Lord, you are the one that we worship, Father, and uh, we just give you thanks and praise for everything that was released in Brazil, everything that was released here, Father, everything that you're doing, Lord, as this year is beginning, Father. We just thank you for all of it. Amen.
Father, I just thank you that you're, uh, even as you used us as a family, that you're using each individual family here. And Father, this family as a whole, this frontline family, Lord, and our extended family around the world, that you're using us as family to just go into the nations, to go into our neighborhoods, Father. I just thank you for um, just sons and daughters, all of us, young and old, uh, and everything in between, Father, just rising up as family to, to represent you, to display you, to share about you. Thank you, Lord, for all the new things you're doing in this year to accelerate us as a spiritual family in this time and season. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your blessing, your favor, Father. Thank you for your anointing uh, to just rise up in our families and through us, Lord, that you would continue to stir up uh, our kids to hear from you, Lord Jesus. I just thank you that, that they would be obedient and just for how they're so faithful to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. One last story I'm just going to share real briefly. We are leaving City of God and the, uh, you know, we we're done. We were leaving. It was, I believe, our last time there. And as we were going, Elijah, um, he had a heart of your father uh, in his hand. And he's like, that guy over there, I want to give him this. I want to give him something. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like, we're leaving. It's 10 o'clock at night or whatever time it was. It, I think it must have been Monday night, probably. It was, it was pretty late. Everyone's like, the car, here's the key, let's go. You know, it's been, it'd been late. We'd been interesting. But he just, he saw this guy, and he's like, I want to give him something. So, so okay. So I take him over, and I'm like, hi, my son here would like to give you something. And, you know, he just gave him a heart of your father and uh, just, you know, said that the Lord wants to use you. He wants to, I for, what did you say? I'll let you say. I forget. I also did give the guy um, a granola bar. And a granola bar, apparently. I forgot that. Um, but he gave him a heart of your father. And as I recall, he said, that, you know, the Lord wants to release his favor on you, and he wants to prosper you and be with you. Um, you remember. I said something about heaven will be packed through this man and that God has a purpose for his life. Yeah, so just releasing that, just this guy sitting on a bench like right by that little restaurant, for those of you who know, as you go in, like just a bench there. And just God's going to touch our hearts. So young and old, let's listen to what the Lord's speaking to our, our parents. Let's listen to our younger kids. Don't be surprised. Um, so thanks, guys, for your prayers. It was amazing. We are excited to be back, too. 70-degree difference today. Praise the Lord. All right, so as we continue in hearing and getting excited for what 2024 has and being able just to praise the Lord for what he did in 2023, next Sunday we will be having our annual meeting right after church, so there will be lunch provided, and then we'll join together and just praise the Lord for what he's done and get ready for what we have in 2024 to continue on what he's doing. And we also are jumping in in the beginning of March, it will be March 3rd to March 10th, we are going to have a 24-7 worship and prayer week. So gear up, get ready for what the Lord wants to pour out. We're so excited for what he's been doing and will continue to do. And so that will be March 3rd through March 10th. Oh, yeah, so it will be 24-7. This building will be... Um, 
ready to be able to have worship going on all week and just being able to have live worship at different points in time as well as there will be prayer tables that we'll have up and prayer stations to be able to cover many different areas um, just to be able to press into the Lord's heart for what he has for this year and for the world around us and for Ohio and the United States and the local things we do, the international things that we do and many, many other topics that we'll pray and cover in that time. Uh, before, before we release uh, the children and also the teens, I just want everybody to see this because they, they won't if they're gone. And um, this has been sitting in our office at home, my, <clears throat> my office officially, that we haven't really used very much uh, together, my husband and I, and we were able to, we were blessed with two new chairs, <clears throat> two new lazy boys in there, so we kind of lazy in there. And I've been looking around and looking at all the things in there. I've got my computer and <clears throat> different things, but we've been using it for other things in the last year particularly. I mean, I'm in and out and using it. But we've had a, a, just a different time in the last couple of weeks with these two new pieces. And as we're, you know, just sitting there and lounging and talking and drinking coffee and praying and, you know, it's just fun. It's nice and warm in there. Um, I, I noticed this, and I've been looking at it, and a lot of the different things that people have given us over the years. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. And I was thinking back, when was that? When, when did I get this? Well, I got it from Heidi Baker, and I was trying to think of the year, <clears throat> and I believe it was 2013. And I was up in Mozambique. We had a team in Mozambique. And after the team was heading back, I flew up to um, Pemba, and I was up there with Pastor Jose and Pastor Sapreza and a couple other people. And it was just a really amazing time for a global team meeting up there. And Heidi and I connected, and she invited me over to her house. And we had breakfast, and she was cooking, and Roland was there and all that. And as we were talking about where we were, where we'd come from, and where the future was going, she turned around, and she had this and another one, maybe a third, I'm not sure, but this one for sure, and another one similar to this on a table that she had next to a couch or chair. And she just turned around, picked it up, and gave it to me. And she says, this is who you are. This is your life. This is what the ministry is. And it was just really beautiful. It was a, just a beautiful gift. And she said a number of other things. And as you know, Heidi prayed over Pastor Bill and I in 2009. And we had been quite ill in Ghana. And the Lord spared our lives, brought us home, which was great, and went through a lot. And we're on the other side of that many years ago. And Heidi was part of that. And that's a whole other story, but we have been really good friends since that time, but also before that time. And we've been going to Mozambique since 2003. So we have a long history with Iris Global. So what I want to share with all of you when the children and teens are released is very interesting because in addition to just this little piece here, Heidi's one of the speakers of a Zoom conference that we were, I want to share about and share where God may be taking us. And as Heidi was talking, I noticed right behind her was the exact, it appeared to be 
the exact same thing. Not this one exactly, but the one that was that I saw. Unless she gave it away and got another one, I don't know. So she was in her house, it seemed, and there it was. And I, and I was watching her and listening to her. But as I looked at this, it was intense for me because the memories of all the things that we've been through and the Lord taking us to the other side really were speaking to me at the time while I'm listening to what she's saying here in, in 2024. And so I brought it today because that is the heart, I believe, representing the heart of missions. And people accomplish missions for the Lord in different ways. Not everybody will be sitting in a village and staying there the rest of their life. And Heidi knows that. Not everybody will, will fulfill their mission call in their heart from Jesus in the way that she is. Or the people that, actually, many of them that go through Iris Global. But she's also one that, in, in, in including others, people, not just Heidi, but she's also one that recognizes that, recognizing calls and anointings on people in ministries for what God has called them to do. Because there's so many people with different giftings and callings and um, abilities in the body of Christ. Because Jesus is coming back and he's saying, I want you to know me and I want you to walk with the power and in the power of my resurrection. But stay low, slow and low. But yet when we're slow and low, like this guy on the ship, there's also a time of acceleration. So I believe that the Lord's calling us to stay slow and low, but also we're in a time of great acceleration in the world, in the body of Christ, and that's, I wanted to speak that out over everyone before teachers and students are released. Because this is a new season. 2024 is a very big deal. Slow and low is really representing humility. So when we're walking with the humility of heart that Jesus is and carries, according to Philippians 2, the Lord wants us to walk in the fullness this year in a way that we've never experienced before. And, and to notice when the enemy's trying to keep us from that, distract us from that, and even destroy that very call that God has on our life, any way that he can. For me, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I was so hungry for spiritual things, but I didn't find the truth. I didn't find the answers until I was in my mid-20s. And so as a result, I was a distractor <laughs> when I was a teenager, and I also was insecure and you know, had a lot of natural things passed into me that I could step in and do, but I, I also carried a lot of fear, I'm sure, because I didn't know Jesus. And I want to say that very different for everybody that we come in contact with around the world, here in Frontline, in our families, but everywhere in the world, which is why we continue to go to the nations. And there are calls on people in this, in this place right here to do just what the, the Larsons were doing for two weeks. But in addition to that, there, another side of that is, for example, Troy um, and Rachel both at different times, different missions, have traveled. We've been together in nations in Europe. And so it doesn't look like the bush. It doesn't look like a guy sitting in this boat. It doesn't look like that. But it's the heart. It's the lion heart of Jesus who wants us to increase. This is a day. This is a season of great increase and acceleration. And I really believe the enemy is so ticked at this. And uh, even as soon as I opened my eyes, there was boom, this huge warfare digitally in, in every way to try to keep me from even saying this to you. 
and here I am. So I'm just saying there's no fear of that, but it's a recognition of we are in amazing times, deep waters. And this is nice and wonderful, but it, it holds a deep meaning in my heart for the bigger picture, and that's what I always want, where I want to stay, is in the bigger picture, staying hopefully low and slow, but yet with that, that um, radical edge saying, let's do this with sensitivity towards those who are on their journey, and all of us are on a journey, trying to say, where are we going? What are we doing? How can we do this together? With everybody, where everybody is in their faith walk. And that's where we are. So, Father, I just thank you for this representation here, <clears throat> Lord, of your call, your call on all of us to be able to go into all the world, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, Father, you, you promised, lo, I will be with you always until the end. So, Father, thank you for this today, and may you anoint these words. Holy Spirit, you're here. Holy Spirit, you're increasing. Holy Spirit, you're moving powerfully. Jesus, your presence is here by the power of Holy Spirit, which is dunamis power. I just release that over everyone, teachers and students and young ones and others who will be staying and listening to the message. Amen. So thank you for staying while I release that, and I'm going to put this over here. It's a little dusty still, actually. Thank you. So children and students are released to go. So praise God. I, I wanted to um, whew, share that. And Bill put it in my car. We have two cars that we're taking, obviously, here today. For some, obvious. Maybe for others, no. <clears throat> and he said, oh, my gosh, that's fragile. And I said, it is. So be careful with it. Put it somewhere, front seat. I'll keep my hand on it if I can. So we want that thing to that represents a mission, heart, and call in our life, not just with Heidi and Roland and through Iris Global and with Iris Global, but many around the world, many different ministries, many different places, as evidenced by many flags back here that are going to be added to, we believe, in 2024, to see where we fit in the body of Christ while we're raising up, also raising up, prophetic evangelists who are worshipers, who will worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, and an evangelist is someone who is speaking out and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom through their life, through their, by their testimony, in every sphere of influence that they have. And I love that. So God wants to increase that, but there are stepping stones to be able to walk in that, in the fullness of that, so that we're not limited. He doesn't want us to be carrying around extra baggage, wounds and hurts, or anything else that would hinder us from our calling. The Lord is calling us to recognize his voice and what he's saying and doing right now. <clears throat> I'm just going to turn my page here and find it while this lovely group of young adults and children are coming in. I want to uh, mention to you guys that the Lord spoke to me, I believe, spoke in my heart and said, I want to let you know that the year of the open door is going to involve a lot of power being released. Negative power, positive power. And devil is bad, Jesus is good. Okay, so <laughs> we know. And the Lord says, I want you to walk through 
anything that's not from my hand with the upper hand, okay? Meaning that he's in charge, he's in control, but to recognize when something isn't from him and then be equipped to be able to not just get through it, but overcome it and help others overcome as well. That's the goal and the heart of the Lord. When Jesus himself was in the synagogue, in the temple, he basically was speaking out in Luke 4, 18 and 19, the very theme and the very scriptures that have been our heartbeat for Frontline since the very beginning, because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And that's what he's saying for us in this season. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. I want to teach you what that looks like. I want you to be so grounded in the Word that when you are in my presence, not only will there be fullness of joy, but there'll be deep understanding. Not that we have to have understanding of everything, but the understanding that's needed to be able to deal with what we've got going right at that time. So Jesus, obviously, is Jesus, and he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man, and he's saying, that's for you too. So this is a, this is a year of great, great growth. So at the end of last year, particularly, the Lord was speaking to me about dunamis power. He's speaking to me about the power of the Most High God, the power that resides in us when the Holy Spirit indwells us. And the lack of and baptized in his powerful spirit through us, if we're not completely immersed and baptized in his powerful spirit and continuously flowing, we can have a, a stream that's just kind of trickling through our life with the Holy Spirit living inside. But God says, I want a mighty rushing wind and flow, a river to flow, just flow inside of you and out of you. And it might look like, hey, you know, I'm just going and hanging out, having coffee with someone, but still, that river is moving and flowing so that we're aware of what God's trying to do. While we're having a good time, while we're with family and friends, while we're serving, wherever we're serving, whatever we're doing, so that we have the right perspective, the Holy Spirit perspective of what God's saying and doing right now. So when he was speaking to me about dunamis, you know, Bill and I have been talking about this, a lot about dunamis, dunamis power, and, and the purpose of dunamis. And, and as Joe knows, when they went to Brazil, he speaks and preaches a lot about dunamis and dinamici and dynamite. And he's, you know, people are excited and he's giving them the word. You know, it's on the heart of the Lord. It always has been. It's not new, but there's a newness, I believe, in this season that the body of Christ and prophets in the body of Christ and apostles in the body of Christ and others in the body of Christ are recognizing that there's a great increase right now. There's, there's a continuous increase in the family of God, the ecclesia, the ecclesia all around the world, but there's a jump. There's an increase, and the Lord is saying, come on, come with me, and I'm going to show you great and mighty things, and things that you have not seen before, I will show you. Things that have troubled you before, or still are, I'm getting rid of those. And my power is perfected through your weaknesses, but let the weak say they are strong. So in other words, I want to touch those areas so that there's something new and fresh that we've been talking about and singing about and all of that, you know, since the beginning, since uh, New Year's Eve particularly and, and after. 
But the Lord is saying now, I want, I want to take that step. I want you all to take that step. So it was kind of fun because a couple of weeks ago, you know, I saw this um, thing on Facebook, and it says Dunamis through, his, through Patricia King, XP Media, Patricia King Ministries. And, you know, I was very interested. I thought, oh, I, I love that because I, I want to know even more, much more, not even more, but much more than what I know and what I understand and what I walk in. And so for me, that's just been a, a very big uh, starting point, if you will, for 2024, in addition to understanding more about the year of the open door, understanding more about the revelation God's giving, and yes, Jesus is coming back, all those things, and listen to listen with a spiritual ear. But Lord, I want you to change me, me, MP, in the process. So I was very excited when this thing started. Uh, it was actually January 9, 10, and 11, 9-11. And <laughs> Patricia King offered a Zoom conference, which we are going to offer that to you if, you if you're not familiar with it. And Ashley has presented something, which I'll tell her when to put it up here, with the QR code. So if you'd like to, you can just, just to make it super easy, just go ahead and, and uh, put that on your phone when you see it. But I want to tell you a little bit about it first and tell you what my process has been and some of the similarities that the Lord is speaking to us in right now at the Word of God because I believe there's going to be a great, great increase in, in uh, uh, studying the Word of God, receiving through the studying of the Word of God, hearing it, and then applying it so it's actually affecting change. I'm going to share a little bit more about that. Um, <clears throat> when I first tuned into this, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is three days. What are they asking? There's actually um, three different sessions, two groups of people, maybe a single person or a panel, during each session. So three, six, nine, doubled is 18. That's a lot. In barring a few things here and there, I've gone through this thing because I, I want to know what is Patricia King hearing from the Lord and what is she releasing? And I have to catch up on a couple things that I had to fast forward and still maintain, you know, where I am in my life with what I do in ministry, family, all that. And so it's like, Lord, this is so important because you're speaking to me. So I can just tell you one night, um, a couple nights ago, Bill and I were watching one of these and, you know, just listening because, you know, it's a Zoom thing, so you, you, you watch, you listen, all that. And it was Randy Clark. And we know a lot of these people, we've been in ministry, at least connecting in, whether we're part of a network or we know them personally, where we're talking and praying. You know, there's different realms of that knowing with a lot of the people that are speakers here. And they had about 30 people. So it was very interesting. Little Randy Clark, he's the founder and director and executive leader of Global Awakening. And since, I, I think, 2005 or six or somewhere in there, we have been part of the Apostolic Network. We're one of the first members. And many of you in here have traveled with us going to Voice of the Apostles or Voice of the Prophets or something else there <clears throat> in Pennsylvania or other places. And... It's, it's, a, it's a great ministry, and we have benefited a lot and hopefully been a blessing to these people. So Randy was speaking about impartation, 
And what was very interesting about this is that I, 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 was, I wanted to receive as though I never heard the word before, as though I had never received or someone had imparted to me, as though I hadn't been used as someone who imparts to other people here or around the world. And that was my heart as a, as a little girl. I was like, oh, I just want to receive. And I found myself just crying, just crying, crying. And Randy had said, many of you will be feeling heat or this or that or weeping. And, you know, he has such a history, which is all of these things about all the people I'm going to mention are all talked about on this. But it's not for, oh, look at this person. It's recognized in the body of Christ some people that the Holy Spirit has told me. This is Patricia King speaking, basically. I'm just echoing some things. And the Lord's put them on my heart to be able to impart to you an aspect of dunamis and what that means and what that looks like and what's needed, not just in 2024, but until Jesus comes back. But there's a huge thrust. It's really different. We have attended and been part of or whatever, so many conferences or Zoom calls or whatever, in the body of Christ for so many years. This, I, I've just really enjoyed listening and some... Some are a lot younger than I am. Some are older than I am. And I see Patricia King's heart as a gatherer, as one who is able to be in a place where she can hear what the Lord may be saying for such a time as this. I remember when she just finished her book and put it out, The, the Unoffendable Heart, if I have the right title on that, uh, Unoffendable Love. And I saw that and got it, ordered it, thank you, husband, and devoured it in probably a day. Because I went, oh, this is, this is God. Wow. It's anointed. It's the Lord. Are there a lot of new things in there? Yes and no. It depends on who you are, what your experience is, and, and whatever, wherever you are. But I'm telling you, it is like, this is gold. And from that time... We shared that with loved ones, and it's been game changers for a lot of people. We had a course here, a class here, invited people to be part of it and all that, because the Lord was saying, this is, this is something really big I'm doing, but I'm not just doing it here. It's going to go around the world. So we shared that. We gave a set you know, to Pastor Jose and others who were here for Relentless Pursuit. Um, <clears throat> And Inez, of course, who was here, and, and you know, different people in places, and Richard, who's in Amsterdam, and uh, uh, Ben, and other people. And we just thought, okay, God, how is this, why is this so life-changing? Because it's written from a place of humility, a place of discovery, a place of this is on God's heart to prepare us for what's coming with this dunamis power that's going to be exploding around the world, but it's going to be beginning more and more inside of each one of us. So that we're not derailed in any way. Every one of us wants to see those that we're the closest to walking in the power and authority of the Most High God to the, the dimension and level that they can in this season and then grow beyond that. And because we love Jesus... That's his heart as well. But at the same time, he's looking at us, and he's saying, that's great for you, but for you know, you standing for people you love, maybe your kids or parents or spouse or something like that or friend, but what about you? What about you? Where do you stand? 
what are you gaining from this? So we have these mountaintop times that seem like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm really close to the Lord here. And then a week later, I'm just like, ah, struggling. I don't know about you, but it, it feels like that. I wake up in the morning and just get blasted like today. And it was like, okay, it's Sunday, of course. <laughs> it must be a good message coming, God. And so, and it's never my husband, so I'm just saying, it's always from outside of that. Yes, but I'm blessed that way. But I can say that that's not always the case in, in individual houses, in individual families. And it's like, I, God, I'm just trying to get where I'm going. I'm really trying. I'm doing the best I can. And God sees that. It's like, yeah, honey, I see that. But it's not the best you can. It's who I am, and I'm going to carry you through over and through uh, various things that are going on in your life because the heat's being turned up. So there has to be a greater release of dunamis in your life and your family's life and your ministry life. And Patricia King says that throughout this Zoom time with, with her, you know, she was so excited getting ready to hear everybody. And Robert Hodgkin, Hodgkins, who's a friend of the house as well, he's a good guy. He's been here and I talked with him last year and he's doing all kinds of great exploits for the Lord, but he's co-hosting with her and some other people. So it's kind of fun. It's before someone comes on, they're talking. It's like a talk show. They're having coffee. And, <laughs> and then the person speaks or the panel speaks or whatever. And then they come back and unpack it. So it's like this progression. And I'm one who would like to see the beginning from the end. That's how I roll. It's like, what's really going on here? And, but I'm also the kind of person that gets a book and I want to go to the last chapter and see how it ends. So that's kind of good, but not really when God is saying it's step by step. I want you to receive what's in between because that's going to help you with the understanding of what's at the end as well. So that's what I wanted to tell you. But interestingly, with this dunamis, I, I want to turn to have us turn our Bibles to Acts 1.8, if you can. Very familiar passage. And I, I really believe in this season, when you go through this, as you do, you know, I'm not in your house, I'm not in your car, I'm not, you know, I'm not, <laughs> nobody makes anybody do something, but really, we believe it's a call for us, especially those who are stepping out and wanting to help other people. Well, I think that's all of us. And I believe we're going to see great increases, uh, not just in intercession and prayer, but also we're going to see changes in our children. We're going to see changes uh, in our families. We're going to see changes in this ministry, and there's, this is a jump start in this. So, uh, for Acts 1-8, very familiar. <clears throat> and we're going to play a seven-minute little clip shortly. <clears throat> Excuse me, that kind of overviews this, but I want to take a look at Acts 1-8. And it says, But you will receive power which the Holy Spirit has <clears throat> when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and even to the remotest parts of the earth. Okay, this is for everybody. This is for all of us. How do we reach those places? What do we do? How do we receive this power? And we may have our own opinion, our own theology, our own understanding of, oh, I was baptized in the Spirit, of what it means to receive power, what that looks like and how that is supposed to be. 
And, and you know, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying God is wanting to expand us. It's like he has a whole banquet for us, and he says, don't just stay here in the green salad, even though it's good for you and you really like salad. Take a look at the whole menu here and see what I'm showing you and see maybe that something could be good for you that you haven't tasted of. So God is saying, taste and see that I'm good, and I'm going to change things up for you in this season. But when we look at Acts 1-8, but you will receive power, we're in a different season, I believe, of even receiving. What does that mean? When we receive, that means that something gets through. It's not just that power, you know, like you're walking around, uh, you know, an electric force field and there's power there. And if you put your hand in it, you're going to receive something, right? And the Lord is saying, I want you to receive this power. Sometimes it's involuntary and you don't even realize what's going to happen. And the Lord, bam, bams us with power. Other times he's going to show us something that's going to be a, oh, eureka. And we maybe listen to a, a song of worship or something. And then we feel his presence and then we go into the next phase of our day. And that's good. But the Lord is saying there's more. There's more that's asked of and required, if you will, for the season that we're in. Because the enemy is blindsiding a bunch of people. It's like we're moving, we're moving, we're moving, and then boom. Why did that happen? What's going on? And so God wants to give us, you know, some more help to be able to uncover that which we don't understand or that which we don't want to, a place where we don't want to remain. He's so gracious and kind, but he's moving in tandem with us and he's trying to stir us so that we're moving a little more quickly, if you will, if he's saying, you can have this, so I want you to, I want you to ask me to increase your hunger. That's part of my role to be used. I know that I am very hungry. It's a good word because, you know, you know without food, you're hungry, right? And I want to be satisfied. But, but the way it is with spiritual hunger is that if we are hungering after things of God, we may not feel like doing something. And then we step into it anyway, saying, Lord, I don't want to just do this out of raw obedience alone, but right now I am. But I, I need something to break here so that, ha, huh, that real passion inside of me that maybe I felt a month ago, maybe I felt last year, maybe I felt last summer, whatever, those times of passion would overtake me even in this season when things are maybe more difficult. This is what God's speaking, I believe, right now. So when we receive, in verse 8, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, we need to understand what the difference is between Holy Spirit moving and taking up residence inside when we're born again, and even relating to a, possibly another encounter with Holy Spirit where we have been immersed in him where his power becomes evident. Okay, well, that's good. Maybe we can say, oh, yeah, I remember when she laid hands on me and then, boom, this happened. That's great, but the Lord's looking at now. He's not looking at the past other than you have a history with me and I want you to way surpass that. And one of the evidences of the gospel of the kingdom are wonder signs and miracles of healing, of deliverance, of financial breakthrough, of being in the right place at the right time when God's connecting people and circumstances to just know 
that's, that's you. That could never have happened. Only you could orchestrate that person, me, this situation. You just know it's God. And it's like, ah, those are the times God especially is stirring our hunger because he wants us to respond, not just with, yes, thank you, God, but also with, what's the next step for me personally so I can become the best that you have for me right now? Make sense? So we're going to continue on. There were a couple more verses uh, that before I show this video that I think you will like. <clears throat> Put the First John 3 verse up, if you will, please. Okay. Or no, it wasn't First John. I'm sorry. It was Third John 1, 2. Yes. Can't see you back there. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Love these lights. Amen. Beloved, I pray that in all respects, all, now notice the word all, all respects, you may prosper. That means you're doing well. You're increasing. Prosper and be in good health. In other words, God puts this together. And the Lord is saying, I pray that in all respects, that means every part of our life. That means in the physical realm. That means in the mental realm. That means emotional emotional realm. That means in our will. That means in the strategic call, destiny for our lives. Whoa, that's a big order. Yes, it is. But it says, beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. That is the big clue right there. The Lord is saying, I want your soul to prosper. Your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. And that includes our physical being as well. I want you to be prospering. I don't want you to be going down. I don't want you to be decreasing. I want you to recognize you're in a process, but I can, if you'll come to me my way, I'm going to show you some things that need to be exchanged for the dunam, by the dunamis power from me that will touch you, and I'll do the supernatural work in you. And it's not going to be as long as you think. And, and please... I can just recommend that you don't go to the end and start there and back up on, on this. This is just my thought because I tried not to do that really, really hard. I, I was in the middle of this conference, but I had to also um, do a few things, and then I had to catch up, you know, after the 11th or, at, you know, on some of the things. So let me just say that original things that are just as powerful if you think, well, I've been in this for 20 years or 30 years. No, 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 no. There are weighty people who are giving, releasing revelation about how to, what to, involving the Spirit of God moving in us to help others as well, but also us. You want to see your children change? You want to see your spouse change? You want to see situations change. You, want, you have all these different things, all of us in ministry and family. The Lord says, let it begin with you. Let this be a serious time of, in a fun way of getting into the Word. I mean, get something. And if you're digital only, then okay. But, you know, some of us are both. So when I, you know, as I'm writing best I can, I'm trying to write some things in here so that I can, I can remember some of them right there as I'm running through the house. I might not have my phone at the moment. So that would be really good. If you take notes and you're a physical, physical note taker, do it. Do it, and then you'll be able to see some of the thread of the, the symmetry in the thread of um, Holy Spirit power. 
But I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. So near the beginning of the first day, I should say, I can tell you exactly where, Patricia King starts talking about the five different aspects, about your soul prospering, about financially prospering, about emotionally prospering, about families prospering, and she identifies them and she releases that. And it's very interesting to see how others have, they're not picking up on what she said per se, maybe they're watching, but they are, they are they're met by the Lord and they're sharing their, their weight of experience, but also the word. And I'm just seeing the water table rise. And there are many, and this is the cool thing too, is that as this is going on, people are writing and are calling in, and they're being healed, physically healed, emotionally healed, spiritually healed, just as people are releasing. Okay, a couple more verses. Um, <clears throat> one second, I lost that here. Let's look at um, Isaiah 20, 36, 2 Timothy 1, 7, and 2 Timothy 3, 5. Those three, and then we're going to go the, to the video, okay? And then I'll share the rest of these later. But we know that the Lord is breaking the yoke through the power. We need power. If you get nothing else out of this, say to yourself, I need more power. I need power and I need authority. That's what I need because I'm, I love Jesus. I'm doing my best. I'm really trying. I don't see everything. I, I, this is, you know, I, I don't want to feel a push, but I need more power. I need authority to be released through me. I need you, Lord, because your love is power. And power is not just someone coming up going, blue, you know, like that, although that can happen but power of God to change the situation for you personally. That's what you need. That's what we all need. And the Holy Spirit comes upon, is within, and releases through us. Amen? The light of the moon. This is not it, is it? That's not the one. The light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. The light of the sun will be seven times brighter. Okay. Hmm. It's not that one. Go to the next one. That's okay. Go to the other one that I gave you, which would be 2 Timothy. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power, love, and discipline or sound mind. This, this is one every person in here, I believe, has heard before, knows it, re reads it, or at least is familiar with it to whatever degree. Holding, can you back up, please, to the other one? Back up to the one before that I was just reading. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Timidity is fear. Fear will take many different forms. It'll look like distraction. It will look like an explosion. It will look like pulling back. It will look, it'll take on different forms. Fear is the opposite of faith. And we know that as we understand and we can write it out and go, yes. But we don't necessarily always recognize when fear is either coming against us or <laughs> has already bothered us so that our thinking has fear in, intertwined in it. God is saying, I've not given that to you, a spirit of stepping back in timidity and fear, but of power. This is dunamis. Another word for power is dunamis, and love and sound mind or discipline. The Lord is saying, I'm taking you step by step. You stay in this place Nothing is going to take you down. Nothing is going to harm you. You're going to continue to see the release and the increase, even if there are rough times coming. 
this is really for each one of us. I love this verse, and this is one that has been a lifeline for me since my kids were little. Honestly, and I can tell you a story another time, but just because of time, I won't. But God has not given this to us. Okay, one more, and then we'll get the video on. All right, 2 Timothy 3.5, and I spoke a lot about this uh, on the live last week uh, in Brazil, because one day, oh, I think it was a year ago or so, I was asking the Lord, I, I forget what I had finished. Ashley would probably be able to tell me. I had finished something I'd been teaching uh, when, when we do in Priscilla, and I said, Lord, where else, what do you want me to do now? And I believe he said, go to Timothy, start there. Well, I'm very familiar with the book of Timothy, and I said, oh, sure. So I thought, well, you go to chapter one, and the Lord didn't. He took me right to this, and I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. What is it? I forgot. What is it? Second Timothy um, 3, 5. So I started reading that, and it was actually 3, 1, 2, 3, 4. I was looking at it but he was just lighting up five. And it was like, okay, so I gave that at the beginning of the live stream, thinking you're framing everything, maybe for the people I'm talking to, maybe for me, maybe for all of us, but this was highlighted during this Zoom meeting, and I just thought that was very interesting, and I want to bring it out. Holding to a form of godliness, although denying dunamis, okay? In other words, in the last days, this is what I want to explain to you, in the last days, there are going to be all kinds of things going on, and we're in the last days. You, we can talk about how far we are and all that another time. But the Lord is saying here in verses 1 through 4, here are some of the signs of what the last days will look like in behavior, attitude, people that you're around. You know, if you're really studying the word, may not be any of us, but it could be. There could be roots that smell like some of the things in verses 1 through 4. But it then capsulates in verse 5. And people who are holding to a form of godliness go to church, do good things. Great uh, parents, sons, daughters, grandparents, uh, single people, you know, wonderful people who love Jesus. But there's just something about the dunamis power that's not working. Or there's a resistance. Maybe there's a, yeah, I can see that that happens. But it's not evident in our lives. Or it had been and there's a decrease. And the Lord is saying this is the dangerous part for those who love God and want to serve the Lord and want to walk in the gifts, talents, abilities and want everybody to feel special and feel that they're loved by God and see our great creator and wonderful things. But with that, especially in creation, if you can think about the God of creation, is a dunamis God. And so the power of God will come through our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our relationships, our connections. We will see the dunamis power of the Lord moving in situations, not just in praying for somebody who has a headache, which we can do, which would be ourselves or anybody else. It's not just for physical healing, it's for other things as well. And the Lord is saying here, avoid such men or people as these, meaning step back and let the Lord examine each one of us individually. Lord, I don't want to have anything in there. And if I've partnered with wrong thinking, wrong beliefs, or I've lost what you gave me before, or it was minimized, or I don't feel that I'm charged 
in this realm at all, even if I'm not seeing a lot of physical manifestations of it, but I'm not really charged that it's that big a deal. Could, if that's me, Lord, forgive me for any resistance and I renounce any connection with that dunamis power, touch my mind, touch my will, touch my emotions, let me stand up, let me believe that your word is clear. I lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I believe it, but I want to walk in it and I want to step into it. So the Lord wants to reactivate a lot of us, I believe, in this. So anyway, let's turn this on. I might cut it short because it's uh, still, oh my gosh. I'll give you some of it just to get a feeling for what we're talking about. And then Ashley's going to put up what you can have if you want. And then we also will digitally send it to you. So there will be a QR code if you're stirred by this as well. I want to pray. Time. You know, Patricia, right. God has always had a plan on how to share his gospel in effectiveness. And it's been to share it in power. Mm -hmm. It's from, from Genesis 1, verse 26 through 28. God made us in his image after his likeness. And he commissioned us to be dominion stewards here on earth. To move in his power and his authority through his grace all to his glory. And that's what he has for you over these next few days. He is going to session by session, message by message, word by word as you receive he's going to remind you of what you already have so you can move in power and be an even more effective witness for the gospel wow i was so excited about this event robert that i woke up spontaneously at 4:18 this morning i looked at the clock and it was 4:18 and uh, luke 4:18 came to me right away and i want to read it okay because it's jesus speaking he was in the temple and he opened up the scriptures to isaiah and he began to declare this word and then after he finished it he said um this day this word yes. is fulfilled in your midst in other words he's speaking about himself now as i read this i want you all to just imagine yourself receiving the fullness of this and then saying this day is this word fulfilled mm. in my midst okay this is who you are so he says this the spirit of the lord is upon me i want you to say that out loud the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me it says in uh, acts 10 38 that jesus was anointed with the holy spirit and with power and it says because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim release to captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set free those who are oppressed and to proclaim the favorable year of the lord and he is introducing here himself as one who is anointed to carry dunamis power. That's right. And he healed all the sick that came to him, the demonized that came to him, he set free. Uh, it seems like every funeral he went to, he raised yes. the dead. I don't yes, know, those right. are, must have been amazing funerals. But this is the work of the Holy Spirit in our day. This is for us right now. And we are not to be a powerless church. We are to be a church full of power. And Robert, I am so excited about this event. Um, and I want you to know, as you're watching, this is like a, a Bible school yes. on steroids in the subject of dunamis. We have brought to you some of the most um, uh, seasoned generals of faith in the area of 
the operation of dunamis powers, miracle working power, uh, power that shifts things in the spirit, and we're bringing them to you. We've just gathered them together and invited them to come and be a blessing. And so you're going to get word and you're going to get um, vision, you're going to get fresh revelation from the Holy Spirit, and you're going to get fresh empowerment so that you can go. So after three days of this, we've got about 18 sessions, and after three days, session after session after session after session, I tell you, we're going to be so full of the word that it's just going to be poured out in power, and that's what the Lord wants. You know, I just made this connection. You said there's 18 sessions, which I knew. It just struck me, 1-8. Acts 1-8, oh, wow. the Holy Spirit will come <laughs> upon you in power and you will be a great and mighty witness of Jesus everywhere you go. That's God's plan for sharing the gospel. You are his plan for this hour to fill you with the word, to fill you with truth, but then to send you out with that word, the truth of that word, the light of that word, the life of that word, and the power of that word. You're going to a whole new level of manifested power. So raise your expectation even now. You know, Patricia, I've been thinking about this for a couple weeks, actually, meditating on Luke 3 and 4, Matthew 3 and 4, you just read what Jesus declares when he comes out of the time of testing. Yep. He, he, gets, he gets anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. He's filled with the power. He goes into that time of testing in the desert. And when he refuses not to believe that he is who he is, and he has what has been declared that he has. It says he comes out in the power of the Holy Spirit. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. You're coming out in the power of the Holy Spirit. The church has been in a season of testing these last few years. What are we going to believe? What are we going to hang on to? What is our truth? Who are we? What do we have? Everything in the world is being shaken, but we're choosing in this time of testing to grab hold of the word, grab hold of Jesus, grab hold of the kingdom. And I'm telling you, Even as Patricia just declared Luke 4 over you, you are going to see it happen because you and the global church are coming through this time of testing, doubling down on who Jesus says you are and what Jesus says you have. And you're coming into this time, 2024, coming out of these three days of Acts 1-8-18 sessions in the power of the Holy Spirit. I love it. And you know, we're, we're in a difficult day right now. Yes. In fact, 2024 is going to be a challenging year uh, for uh, many. But for believers who are anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, it's going to be a year of acceleration, oh, yeah. taking us to new levels. So I want to encourage you, if you're watching right now and you're thinking, oh my goodness, this last season has been such a time of testing for me, um, and I've been getting hit right, left, and center, I want you to start rejoicing right now because all of that is going to turn into greater levels of blessing for you as you stand in faith believing you see Jesus he didn't come for a defeated church you know he didn't give birth to a defeated church he gave birth to a church who is full of the Holy Spirit and power who could handle anything that came our way who could overcome any obstacle and that's who you are and he's going to bring you up I tell you Jesus is going to raise his church up in this hour to be a mighty moving force in the earth and he's worthy of this he's totally worthy of he's, he's totally worthy it, of he deserves this. us moving in it and you know patricia what's exciting is we're going to kick things off with apostle guillermo maldonado 
and you know him really well, and you've served with him all over the world. I've been able to sit under his teaching a few times, and his teaching's incredible, but one of the things that really struck me is the handful of times I've been around him, and I want to hear from you on this, is he expects everyone under his teaching in his ministry to move in power. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even want you ministering unless you're going to move in power, and it's not performance pressure. It's raising our expectation that we are meant to proclaim the gospel in word and yeah. power. It's a plumb line of the word of God. And, and um, I met um, Apostle Maldonado a number of years ago and was so touched by his faith. I mean, he's got great faith. Yeah. So he heals the sick. He casts out devils. He raises the dead. And um, uh, he is the um, apostle, the founding apostle of uh, King of Kings, um, that is um, found uh, that is planted out there in Florida, but he has a global yeah. ministry, many many uh, churches under his authority, and he uh, hosts crusades. I've been to one in Bolivia where there was almost half a million people in attendance. Wow! And miracle signs, wonders, people getting saved. I mean, this is a man who really, um, really moves in power yes. and. Uh, Ashley's going to put up something. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> and if you want to get your phones out and you, you want this, then you can have it. There's a QR code, and you can begin doing whatever God's leading you to do. And we're going to be speaking more to those who are working with us, ministering with us, leading and guiding and stepping out so that we can actually um, – have people who are even more equipped, better equipped. And everything here that they're talking about speaks about the soul as well. So it's not the thinking, oh my gosh, this is name it and claim it. No, this is just, okay, there's this wild power and there's somebody going and, and living, living a sinful life uh, that nobody knows about, but yet they're walking in power. Th this, is, this is not pushing something. This is this is releasing Jesus. It's releasing the real deal. There's no counterfeit. The only other thing I want to say about this is that I, I personally noticed with some people who, who are just, you know, they do have revelation of the cross, and then, boom, they're giving their revelation, and it's not that, it may, that it's not true. It may be that they're releasing what revelation they have, and then it's walked out differently for people at this time in 2024. And I was thinking that myself, going, I understand what you're saying. I don't know if everybody would say, wow, that was really, really helpful for me. And then I heard Patricia later say pretty much the same thing. She was not saying, you know, there's error here, but we're still dealing with people. And don't dismiss something. Don't let confusion come in. If you hear something that's just like, what, huh? What do I do with that? Keep going. Keep going. Because overall, it's, it's, it's really, really an anointed blessing from heaven. So, Father, I just thank you today for releasing a measure of your dunamis understanding, your dunamis power today that helps us become excellent of soul, helps us walk in the prosperity of life that you have for us with a deeper understanding a dunamis understanding of the cross so that we would only preach you, 
Jesus crucified, we would have no other gospel. We'd have no other motive, Lord, that we would become like the message of the gospel of the kingdom with wonders, signs, and miracles following our lives because your dunamis life, Holy Spirit, is moving through us. Thank you, Father, for that today. May each one of us come to know you, Holy Spirit, in a new and better way and give you place to move and be released through our lives more and more and more. May this happen today. May this be a launching today that we're going to see an end to a lot of things that have been plaguing us, including various repeated sicknesses and diseases or areas within our own soul that seem to be patterns that need to be broken, whatever it would be. Father, we thank you that we will allow you, invite you and allow you to leave no stone unturned. Thank you, Father. Let it be in these last days as we saturate ourselves with you, with the word of God, always in your presence by the power of Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. And just to mention, too, that through much prayer and a lot of things God's been showing us, we're bumping our Mozambique trip to April 1st. And that's when we're leaving, not the end of February, which we'd already announced. So the team that has already taken steps to those who are showing interest, I should say, in that have already been, have heard this. This is not like a new revelation today. They're aware of that, but we wanted everyone to know that. And we're saying, Holy Spirit, what do you want for this trip with people and presence and everything that has to do with you advancing the gospel of the kingdom in Mozambique? So that is for, for you guys to pray through, think about, and see what God is doing because we're moving and we want to move in tandem with Holy Spirit and his timing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all, and we'll see you Tuesday. Darkness has to bow, confusion has its final now.